Hello. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Girls on Film Radio. No filter, no boys. Just two Dodge girls talking about the films that we want to talk about. Um, chaos in the studio today. Yeah, the there's some weird The recording's not working for the audio, so we're recording it on my iPad. We're hopefully going to take the audio from the uh, YouTube live stream, hoping that y'all can hear that right now. Let me know if you cannot. Um... Welcome back, everyone. It's been quite a busy week, I will say, but quite an exciting week for the film industry. Um, but we'll talk about that in a sec. Just some casual updates. Listen to us every week, Tuesdays at 5, same time as last semester. Uh, we're keeping it the same. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Girls on Film Radio. We post a lot of fun, goofy promo there. Our promo today was funny. We were Jade and Kat from Victorious. Uh, and we're. <laughs> someone said to make Jack, our photographer for radio, said to make a filter on Snapchat with our faces on it from our promo, which I thought was funny. I don't know how to do that, but maybe that's a thing we'll do in the future. Uh, and then also, all of our episodes are going on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Who knows if this episode will be up because the recording is not working. So uh, if you're listening live, you get the behind the scenes. You get the extra scoop. You get the extra episode whenever the audio does not work. Um, yeah. Breaking news. Yeah. Let's get a. Let's, let's get a, see if I can. <laughs> you can do that. Do that one. Well, do you want to say it first and then? Um. I can... Okay. Breaking news: The WGA and the AMPTP have reached a tentative agreement. Yeah. Oh my God. Um. That for those who do not know what that means, the strike has been going on for five months between the WGA and the SAG, uh, SAG-AFTRA, and the AMPTP, who are the producers and the studios. Mm-hmm. Um. But the writers have made a deal, and hopefully within the next few days they will also come to the table with the SAG negotiators and figure something out. We don't know the terms of the deal yet, so we don't know how much was given to the writers or how much was taken away, but a deal has been made, and we are moving forward. Hopefully production will start up soon, or at least writing will start up soon. So y'all with coverage internships will be getting scripts momentarily. So Um, (laughs) I'm going to stick to being in the music industry. Sorry. Sorry, Love the writers. I want to be you, but... Yeah. Uh, sometimes our work isn't worth reading sometimes. I hope y'all have been using this time. To that, apply to internships? Yeah, yeah. Or like the writers have been using this time oh, yeah. to make your shit better. Yeah. You've because had a how are y'all sending us bunk scripts? Sorry. Yeah. You've had your whole life to write this stuff mm-hmm. and then it's not good? Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. We're just, yeah. yeah we're, we're dizzy them. But our other breaking news is less film related, but we talked about this last week and I thought it was funny. Uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are probably dating. Like, probably, like, probably they're dating. She showed up at his game. It was awesome. It's actually so perfect. Sorry, I just love a classic Americana mm-hmm. relationship, it is love so, story. It is so, like, right from a book. Big pop star starts dating Super Bowl winner, like, hot dude. And the fact that, like, all the tweets were, like, finally she's not dating someone who has the plague. Or, like, finally she's not dating a skinny Victorian boy from the 1800s. Yeah. He's a man. She, like, he's not usually her type because he's successful. He has his, like, prospects. He has his shit together. Um, yeah. How interesting is that? Mm-hmm. Absolutely love her. No diss to Taylor. No, no, no. Um, she looks so happy, so cute. If you haven't been seeing, like... The classic club everybody's been posting is, like, him looking into the rafters mm-hmm. and, like, seeing her. The cutest one, hand though. His, like, yeah, the cutest one, though, is when they're leaving and they're mm-hmm. in her convertible, and, or in his convertible, and she's, like, laughing, mm-hmm. like, throwing her head back and stuff. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, she's this is exactly happy. what she needed. She's, she's happy. Um, and as a new Taylor Swift fan within the last, like, month or two I've been listening to Taylor Swift, I'm, I'm very happy for her. 
it's super sweet. There's, and then I guess, like, I don't know. Is there anything else? That's Nothing. Good? I don't really The biggest so. thing was the strike stuff. That was Oh, for sure. And we will be doing, hopefully, when, if the actors can also come to a consensus as yes. well, we'll hopefully be able to do, like, a whole... Analysis. Analysis and wrap-up of it all. But this is only, we've gotten one slice of the yeah. whole pie. We are still in solidarity like, with the actors. Yeah. But... What are we watching this week? Um, I watched all of One Piece, which we were talking about last week, I think, also. I thought it was pretty good. It's based on a manga that was turned into an anime that has turned into a live-action series on Netflix. Netflix usually takes NHBO, like, the big budget, kind of, like, you know, big VFX and props and sets or whatever projects, and they're really hit or miss. But I thought this one was, like, kind of fun. Um, anime people, y'all rock for this one. And I watched Howl's Moving Castle in the theater yesterday. Um, It was the best ever. Uh, I just bumped the mic into my mouth. Uh, It was the best ever. I loved seeing Christian Bale say, that's my girl on the big screen. It was really great for me. Um, You know, life-changing moment. Have you watched anything this week? Or do you want to... Oh, I watched a video essay about the... Oh, okay. (laughs) This is not cinematic at all. Maybe it is to you. Yeah, it is. Okay, actually, it is cinematic to me, but, like, to the rest of society, it's not at all. I'm Um, in it now. I, over the summer, became obsessed with the H3 podcast and Frenemies and the whole lore that surrounds that. And I was trying to get Izzy and Zoe into it, but it is so much. Yeah. To get this is the Trisha Paytas cover. podcast, everyone, for the context. Yeah, Trisha Paytas and Ethan Klein kind of um, whole debacle. And Izzy watched one of the many video essay. video essay deep dives on the whole thing. And maybe it's just because I am a podcast girl through and through, but I became just, like, so obsessed over the summer. It's literally the most, like, Shakespearean tragedy and like, <laughs> of all time. Like, and the fact that every time pizza's ordered is the thing that sets off everyone. It's like, the yeah. pizza, don't order pizza. So I haven't been, like, actively watching it, but the fact that Izzy and I are now on the same page on mm-hmm. it all is just so funny. Yeah, because I always hear Maddie, like, either listening to or listening to clips or something, like, pages listening to some clips before, like, yeah, either... Yeah, Paige and I are really into H3. Either I'm out of context or, like, I just have no idea and I have to keep asking questions, but now I know. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. So if you have some downtime and you need to, like, really be grateful for the position that you're personally in in your life and mm-hmm. know that, like... Your issues are so minuscule compared to the drama that Trisha Paytas can like bring into mm-hmm. you know other people's lives. That if you want to recommend, if you want to feel better, <laughs> yeah, basically, and like no, hey, happy birthday, Malibu Barbie. She Is there a birthday today? It wasn't today. It was like yesterday or two oh. days ago. Happy birthday, Malibu Barbie. Um, reincarnation of the Queen is yeah. now one years old. Um, period. <laughs> so today's episode, we're gonna do like a quick kind of like listicle thing, and then we're gonna take. I'll explain to you. We're going to take a personality test because our episode mm. today is about the characters in movie and TV that we relate to in some way mm-hmm. or feel connected to yeah. personally, we think. And then... Yeah, and then this personality test based off of, I don't know if it's like... It's like a scale. You like a, move a little scale. Yeah, is going to tell us based off of various different traits who they think we are like. Yeah, and it might be a little dated only because like it looks like it was made like... 2010 kind of so the newish er characters might not be there but also i think it'll give us still a good sense of like yeah we are for realsies and we're gonna do it on air with y'all so that me and maddie can vouch for each other's um slider it'll be interesting to see how our bias skews 
for us to favorite characters mm-hmm. from things that we like mm-hmm. and we are like big fans of. Mm-hmm. Whereas we kind of did like a fakey version of the quiz just to kind of see what um, the results would be like. And it's and a list of like a hundred. Yeah, a bunch of different things that we aren't like stands of. Oh, and per- it gives you percentages too of like how yeah. much of a percent you are this character. Which yeah, is wild. So it'll be interesting. Hopefully, I don't get somebody that's like hella bunk or something. I'll be really offended. <laughs> but we're going to go through these lists. Do you want to do one at a time or do you want me to just go and then you go? I think like back and forth. Okay, so. Yeah, let's do back and forth. All right, all right. You have a lot more than me, I think. Or no, maybe it's you just don't. a lot of writing. Okay, so let's just start. My my first one, and this is the one I always go to whenever I try and like compare myself to a character, mm-hmm. is uh, Molly Davidson from Booksmart, played by Beanie Feldstein. Mm-hmm. You don't know how much we love this movie. We talk about it yeah, literally every do. episode, anytime, anything about high school girls or whatever. Um, is mentioned, this is who I go to. Now, Maddie, you gave this site, so I'm going to look up. Yeah. Uh, this is a very interesting website. If you like the details of characters, and if you're, like, a writer or, you know, just a crazy person like us and you need to know every single detail of fictional characters, this website's, like, really great. It's called Character, like, yeah. tour as in, like, touring around. Um, so Molly Davidson from Booksmart, I'm going to go for her little character analysis. Profession. She's class president, valedictorian, future Yale student. I'm not a future Yale student, but she is ending her career on a high note. She's going to go to the Supreme Court. Her idol is Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Now, while I do not, you know, fall into those categories, she is so, like, her challenge listed here is partying hard. All she did in life in high school was, like, try to get into college, be the best version of herself academically. Mm-hmm. Um, she is smart. She can be a little judgmental. She's a little stubborn. She can be a little hard-headed. But all she ever did was, like, work for her education and, like, wanted to be the smartest person ever. And while I think she's obviously really annoying in the movie, like, yeah. I probably I have been like that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, there's things about her that I relate to, but also just the way that, that, that her and the other characters, like, reacted to, like, this kind of, like, last party night. I wish I had something like that where it was kind of mm-hmm. like a, a last hurrah yeah, before yeah, graduating yeah. because, again, like, I bring everything back to, like, COVID. Like, that, mm-hmm. I didn't even get to do that. Yeah. But also, I don't. I would be a totally different person if I was like mm-hmm. you know, going wild. But I just love her and Beanie Feldstein. Literally perfect. So under. She's literally so underrated. She is. Um, I love her. So that's my first little character. That's the one I always go to, and I have the other ones are more recent finds, but this yeah, one's been yeah. a recurring classic. She's a classic girl. Uh, girl boss. Girl she slay. Is so girl boss. Girl president. Slay. Girl. No, literally, <laughs> girl president. Miss America. Um. Okay. So my out of for all of my characters. They are all women, I will admit it. Hmm, I wonder why. I ha- mine are all women, I have one man. But I think we both have the same... Do we... No. no we have different ones. Okay, but from the same... Um, but the through line throughout all of them is that these women are, like, kind of fucked up in, like, their own little ways. But it's throughout the film that they find their kind of, like, redemption, I guess. Or kind of... All of them are on journeys of self-discovery and not really knowing who they are. And I feel like, at least for this point in my life... Who the hell am I? I don't know. And maybe that's why I relate so heavily with all of them. But they all are, like, kind of coming of age, like, younger. So I feel like I'm maybe not personality-wise. I'm, like, exactly like them. But the point in time in which their characters are in the film is, like, the same point in time I am, like, in my life, I guess. Unfortunately, this character is not on the character's website. Really? Yeah. They only have Ramon and Scott on it. Which, like, sure, whatever. But via the website called Flipscreen, um, a little description on Knives Chow from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. And yes, this is like a kind of 
um, random choice out of the whole um, plethora of characters that are in this film. But interestingly, Flip Screen had said, each character in this film is a collection of loose quirks that are thrown together to make a stereotype in this alter alternate comic universe. But Knives is kind of the one that has like the biggest character arc and mm -hmm. is like the most interesting out of all of them because not everything goes perfectly great for her, which I absolutely love. Um, she's the youngest out of the whole, like, friend group. She's in high school, but she's dating Scott, who's literally a 23, 24-year-old. And she just idolizes him because she thinks he's so cool. He's in a band. He's older, blah, blah, blah. Oh, was this me? Is this me now? Yeah, maybe a little bit. It's scary that I relate in this way. <laughs> so Matthew's younger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, but idolizing, like, Like, idolizing cool people, people who are cooler and older and feel like they have more experience yeah. in life than you because... Her character is so young and naive and doesn't mm -hmm. really know what her purpose is yet, I guess. But also her name and, is Knives, so it's like, it's the so opposite cool. a little bit. Yeah, she's bubbly yet naive, excitable yet fierce. She is hurt, but she mm -hmm. learns and she grows into a better into a better version of herself without Scott, who she realizes she doesn't need by the end of the film. So I just loved her arc in that she was so codependent on this guy. And then it's through realizing that he really is not the shit that... <laughs> she finds her sense of self and i feel like that could be relatable to anybody outside of like relationships or like getting attached to people but just knowing that you don't have to attach yourself to any certain thing to you know know who you are i guess and it's through the journey of like you know going on your own and doing all this stuff um but she learns through her teenage anguish her own value without realizing she is just as cool as Scott is. And in fact, she shouldn't have to change herself to suit anyone and that she is just fine as she is. And I feel like, at least right now in my um, teenage girl in her 20s era, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to hold on to that. I love it. You know? I love to hear it. Teenage yeah. girl in my 20s, guys, we're going to name something that. We're going to do some sort yeah, of live in-person show someday when we're famous and it's going to be called Teenage Girl in My 20s featuring Girls on Home. Yeah. Um, my next person, I don't think you've seen this movie, Broadcast News. Mm -mm. I watched it in class. Now, for the oldies listening, sorry parents, y'all have seen this, I know you've seen this because I've talked about it before. Um, this is a new addition to, or not new, kind of new addition to the characters I relate to. The character Jane Craig, played by Holly Hunter in Broadcast News. I'll give you a little rundown of the movie itself in the context so you can see what I mean. She is a intense news broadcaster and literally all she, her life revolves around her work. That's all, like, mm -hmm. literally, like, nine to nine working all hours as possible like she is getting paid the big bucks to do these this producing job mm -hmm. on broadcaster um she's not like the actual host she's like the behind the scenes yeah. organizing stuff like that and she has been working alongside her like one of her best friends uh named i think it's tom it's the one one of the mm -hmm. one of her best friends has been working at this news station with her for forever he's like always had a crush on her mm -hmm. but you know she's just been too focused on work He's always had a crush. He, you know, thinks he's better than her sometimes, whatever. Then they, the news station hires a new, like, hot guy to mm -hmm. be a new anchor. And the other friend guy starts getting jealous. And mm -hmm. she kind of has to, by the end, decide which guy she wants to be with. Does she want to be with the friend that she has such a good relationship who she knows is really good for her? Mm -hmm. Or the new hot guy who brings something different to her life who's a news anchor, who, like, kind of goes against everything she's ever believed, where it's, like, he's kind of just hot, and that's why he's good at his job, mm -hmm. and she's been working hard for forever. But the reason I love this movie and I love this character is because she's so focused on her work, and in the end, she doesn't pick either of them. Mm. So, to like, to me, it's rare for women in film to 
like not choose one of the dudes that like they're pinned against in like a love uh-huh. triangle to get together with. But I think the fact that she was like, I'm not gonna pick I'm not gonna make the decision. I'm not gonna pick either of you. I'm gonna keep uh-huh. both of you as my friends. That's literally I'm, always the best. Right? Yeah. I'm gonna stick with my work and then eventually we get a flashback later. Not a flashback, like a little future later where she has a kid with like some other guy. Uh-huh. And like her she is living her life. She produced, she like slayed the broadcasting world. Because she didn't have to pick a man, and she didn't have uh-huh. to decide between whatever. So I think that concept, I would hope that I not like would ever have to do that. But like the way she was so resilient in wanting to focus on her work and knowing her work was more important to her than anyone else, uh-huh. I think is something that I like because I feel like that's just me all the time. Where I'm like, I want to focus on my work and don't really need no man to you know help me just because they're both in the same industry as me. Whatever. Yeah. I just love her character. I think it's also a great movie, but she's so... Oh, and then there's also, like, the reoccurring bit is that there's uh-huh. multiple scenes where she cries. Like, just she just cries and then wipes her tears and gets to work. Like, there's uh-huh. no context to the scene, whatever. It yeah. just cuts to her crying at work. Uh-huh. And then when people start coming into the office, she just stops crying. And I think uh-huh. that's also very relatable. But she's also, like, and you were saying, like, younger, this she's older. She has, like, a job. Uh-huh. So I think maybe, like, sometimes I relate to older characters. I don't know. That's my second one. I love Broadcast News. That's and I love really Jane Craig. Because you always think that the ultimate, like the ultimatum, is, is like the pick. major sacrifice mm-hmm. in having to choose one or the other, and then having to watch the one you didn't choose go. Yeah, and all of the questions that come with what could have happened. Mm-hmm. But I love that she doesn't have to worry about either of them because she's literally a focused baddie yeah. um, girl boss. She literally, instead. she literally leaves one of them at the airport. Like he just goes, he just like leaves without her for a trip. And I'm like, yes, yes, he just goes, and she goes further. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Um, okay, this second movie is one of my favorites of all time. It's kind of divisive in that the film explores a very, like, morally ambiguous kind of issue, I guess. It's in the same vein of, like, how Lolita is a very, like, Mm -hmm. weirdly ambiguous Mm -hmm. film that people really love. Um, Diary of a Teenage Girl, Mm -hmm. the premise is, in 1970 San Francisco, a precocious 15-year-old embarks on an enthusiastic sexual odyssey beginning with her mother's current lover. And, yeah, um, it does... This protagonist does Minnie go and you know hook up with her mom's like boyfriend? Yeah, but it's that's not that's the not story. the point. That is no, not the, the point. point of it is that she's feeling lost and she's feeling ignored and she's feeling ugly. And the fact that she can find um, satisfaction and like um, validation mm-hmm. in somebody for the first time ever is like, oh wait, haven't we all done that? Going to show like we know you've been there we know yeah. you've been there and not even in just particularly like like a sexual thing mm-hmm. either like in indulging in makeup indulging in clothes indulging in all these different things that you're presented as a woman to like be obsessed with and love because you don't just feel satisfied and validated just being yourself because it's hard out here as a lady it's hard out here um but many on characters is described as inquisitive bold and sensitive Minnie is unsure of how she feels about herself. Some days she hates her body, and some days she feels the confidence to seduce any man. She quietly takes in the world and makes sense of it as best as she can. And her challenges, understanding herself as she grows into a woman. Being a teenage girl is filled with challenges. Minnie is looking for a sense of stability and something to believe in. And her struggle is trying to find that in the people around her. And, oh, my review for this movie was that girlhood is so devastating, and it fully is. You are in girlhood for the rest of your life. Like, girlhood and womanhood, they are... They don't leave you. They don't leave you. You're in it 
forever. You are a teenage girl forever. You are a teenage girl forever, and it's the trenches, but it's also the most beautiful thing a human can experience ever. I'm sorry. Um, but I just related to her so much because she's so quiet, and she's so um, creative, and she just wants to indulge in... She um she draws a lot and she has like a a diary but she records it on like a little thing, yeah. and just be cause she just keep it a digital record <laughs> exactly because she doesn't feel as if anybody can understand her thoughts and her mm-hmm. writing at all so she feels like she needs to just keep it in her own little like safe little haven and that's and, what we do here on this podcast and that's what we do in this podcast what I do in my writing as and like in my scripts and in my journaling and all these things and I just loved her and I can totally empathize with. Her instability and, like, insecurity being a young teenage girl, having to live through the most liberating, like, um, time in, like, American history, the 70s in San Francisco. Like, everybody is the freest they've ever felt Mm -hmm. forever. And having all of that accessibility and all of that, like, lack of um, rules, how do you go about doing that when you personally don't have any, like, sense of self either? And that's how she ends up kind of going on this, like, really weird, ambiguous, again, and morally um, great journey of exploring herself, but also her sexuality and all that stuff. But we don't have to be perfect humans. We can be more. We don't. Diary of a Teenage Girl is on Hulu. It is so good, so fantastic. I love Marielle Heller. Um, but, yeah, that's my second Character. So this next one I think is funny because we both put characters from this movie from different, but my reason is like a little different. So and it's somebody else. So this, we we watched this together. No hard feelings. We did recently. This is new. This is new. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the character Percy Becker is played by Andrew Barthel, and yes, he's a man in this. Sorry, he's yeah. too relatable to me. Um, I don't really to obviously in all of the ways. Like I I was an only child. Yeah. He wasn't an only child, or do you have like a bro- whatever? I was an only child. He's living at home with his parents. Loving parents mm-hmm. who were there every step of the way for career, life, whatever. But he's awkward. He mm-hmm. is introverted. And while I consider myself uh, an extrovert, because, and even though I love my free time, I'm still an extrovert. Mm-hmm. Like, he is awkward. He does not know how to act around people. He doesn't know. He doesn't catch on with social cues, mm. mostly because he wasn't, isn't given the opportunity to, like, be around people in that way. Yeah. But, like... I love my extroverted life, but I also can't fathom ever having a crush on anyone mm. or, like, ever being in a serious relationship or, like, I feel like before coming to college, I was, oh, my God, I was literally a baby with, like, mm-hmm. you know, just coming out of the womb. Yeah. So I relate to him in that way, but I don't know. He's just... He's a victim of the sassy man apocalypse. That's what he is. <laughs> he literally um, is. But I really, I mean, I just really like this movie anyway, but I think Maddie want to explain my character? yours. Okay, so I chose... From the same film, No Hard Feelings, Jennifer Lawrence's character, yeah. um, Maddie, and it's only it's <laughs> only on like the surface level because the, uh, like the um, dynamic. No, the um, the similarities between her her and I just on like a surface level were so random. Her name was Maddie. Yeah, she drives a Toyota Corolla and she roller skates. Oh, okay, so yeah, me, <laughs> to a T, girl, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And on the surface level, yeah, it's funny, and then also just as with the other two characters, I kind of was explaining she has no sense of direction and she just needs somebody to help her out and does she resort to the most like extravagant like risky um moves to yeah. get there yeah she did mm. would I ever do that no but I completely relate to her sense of like lack of purpose yeah. and needing to find something that is going to give her that satisfaction and for me, I'm taking little steps in a various different, um, you know, little activities. But she goes off the deep end 
And she, she literally goes into the deep end. Yeah. Physically. Naked. In the in ocean. ocean. <laughs> um, but it, it was just like on a surface level. I just thought this, the similarities between her and I were so funny. Well, we're Random. meant to be. Yeah. Or meant to be platonic friendship. Yeah, which it literally is the film. <laughs> that is the exact film. Um, my last character is an animated character. Mm-hmm. Now, y'all know Bojack Horseman. Y'all know how much I loved that show and how it's my favorite show of all time. All time ever, top to be mm-hmm. top number one. Um, and there's a character named Princess Carolyn, voiced by Amy Sedaris, who, oh my goodness, like I didn't realize when I first watched the show probably how much I related to her as a woman, but also just like a... She's in the industry. She is Mm -hmm. Bojack's agent, manager, and ex-girlfriend. She worked at a talent agency, and then she left to start her own company. She also produces movies. She, um, I wrote her character description as earnest, clever, hardworking, uh, and she loves to network and multitasks effortlessly. Uh, She takes pride in her work and loves her career, despite the stress that she has and the little free time that she has. Um, She doesn't want to show how her weaknesses or her insecurities because she doesn't want to ruin her reputation. And she, but she does have a maternal side and admits that she takes care of others despite her own life being a mess. Now, while all those things aren't, you know, literally quote unquote my life, mm-hmm. I absolutely believe, like, I want to be an agent. I want to live in mm-hmm. the Hollywood dream. Mm-hmm. But also, the way that they show this character being such a girl boss and a worker and whatever in the industry, but also having this side of her that's like, I have no time to do anything I want. She adopts like a kid in the show because she's single. She adopts a kid, and the stress of, like, having a kid and work, doing with work, like, she's not a perfect agent, uh-huh. and I feel like even with some of those agent characters and manager characters we see, they're kind of just, like, they got their shit together. She's not have her shit together. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, she's hardworking. She deals with Bojack Horseman. I'm going to have to deal with difficult people in my life. Mm-hmm. So I guess a theme for all these minus, I guess a theme for this one and the broadcast news one is, like, who I hope I mm. become based on who I am now, mm-hmm. like... Maybe the book smart is me now and the broadcast news is me later and mm-hmm. Percy Becker from No Hard Feelings is me now, but mm-hmm. Princess Carolyn is me later. So I think it's like a good, I came up with a good mix of like who I think I am and who I aspire to, aspire be. to be based on like what I know mm-hmm. about myself now, which sounds very complicated, but oh my gosh, I love Princess Carolyn. And she also wears the same outfit every day. I don't know if that's a that's character funny. trait. She wears the same exact outfit every single day. Uh, and she dates a mouse at some point. And she's a the, cat, right? She's a cat. And that's so it's, funny. I think that's not that that would ever happen, but it's like get, wanting to date people that are so unattainable, mm-hmm. even though we love them. And you would expect on the outside that you aren't compatible. And then yeah. it ends up just like, you know, you never know. The unexpected. Are, yeah, exactly. Um, so that was my last character. And then my last character, we did not um, talk about what we were going to, you know, be explaining on the show prior to the... But the fact that we both chose... The, the fact that we both chose at least one animated character and one from the same film is really funny. Um, boom. Did you see that? I hope you did. Um. Um, my last one, and one that, like, I keep so close to my heart, and I think it's one of the most underrated Pixar movies ever, um, Maylee from Turning Red. Okay, this It did group, not get enough hype. It did not get enough hype at all. Except I, the boy band got enough hype. Four Town, yeah. Yeah. Nah, I feel like they could have done more. But, okay, just like Maddie from No Hard Feelings, I feel like Maylee and I have a very similar, at least, start, like, in my kind of adolescence, I guess. Maylee becomes, she's from, like, San Francisco, first of all. And I'm not from San Francisco, but no. from, like, the Bay. But... Her and her friends kind of get together and bond because of their obsession over a little boy band called Four Town. And does this sound familiar? This was literally me, Maddie, in the Bay Area, getting obsessed with One Direction. And that's how all of my friends 
became friends and started bonding with each other. And I just thought that I've always related to the story of her being a fangirl and that you can see that in so many different films. But for her to be Asian and so naive and young and then to be transported on this silly journey of like exploring puberty and adolescence through the lens of like a young Asian girl was just so relatable to me on like a level I had yet to experience in any other film. Um, and just Four Towns music is like actually good. It is actually it's good. actually so banging. Maybe that'll be on our next um, oh, song episode. No, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess the through line again through all of my picks is that they're all young. Eh, Maddie and no hard feelings, young and quotes. She tries. She feels she is a young woman at heart. Yeah, even though she's thirty. <laughs> All four of these women and four of all four of these girls don't really know what their purpose in life is yet, and they're trying to figure out what it is, and they're trying not to lose the senses of self that they do feel kind of um, confident in, and I feel like that's kind of me right now. Yeah, and I you're simil- so poetic. You're and, so poetic. You no, know, and then similarly to yours, I feel like May Lee was me as a kid, so yeah. like who I was. And then me now, I don't really know out of all of these, like, who I am now, maybe Knives and, like, Minnie. And then probably when I'm getting into my, like, late teens, late 20s, early 30s, I'm probably still going to be Maddie being like, what the hell am I doing? I'm, still, I'm, a, doing I'm a teenage girl in Why my 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my last one. I feel like we both tied ours up in like nice little bows, yeah. having a through line. And I didn't even mean to do that though. Like, but I it's because mean. it's you. Yeah. It's that it all makes sense in the end. Mm-hmm. And now we're gonna take a personality test, everyone. So we're taking this. Okay, it's called Open Source Psychometrics Project Statistical yeah. Which Character Personality. So if test. you want to take it, you should. Okay, so the version. Are we taking the thirty-six question version? The four. Thirty. Thirty-six. Do you think it'll take us long? I think we should do 36. We have 20. We're good yeah, we got 36. Okay, so first question. Slider, obedient or rebellious? Oh, wait. Ours are different. Mine's wild or tame. <gasps> we can do it. It's fine. Okay, so for yours. I think I'm closer to obedient, but also I'm not rebellious at all. Hmm. So where are you putting it on your... Like a... Like a... Like more there. towards... More towards okay. obedient. A 66% to 34%. Okay, mine is wild and tame. I don't know. I think you're wild. I can go. But like, I think you can be. I think it's a good, a little bit in the middle, but closer to wild. Yeah, I was. It's skew. Okay. Oh wait, there's percentages next to it. So yeah, I'm sixty five percent wild and I'm thirty five percent. Works. That, that sounds so funny. I don't okay. know. My next one's high tech, low tech. Don't know what that means. Like technology wise, high tech. Yeah, I I'm. Feel like... I'm going ninety high tech, ten low. Oh. Okay. Well, but okay, but how techy are we getting? So I'm gonna actually go eighty. Yeah, I feel like 80 is a good one. Okay, this one's artistic and scientific. Artistic. Girl, I'm all the way 100 to artistic, sorry. Girl, there's no, there's no, like, mitochondria or, like, amoeba (laughs) thoughts in my brain. Unless it's amoeba by Clara. That's the only one. Um, Okay, my next is charming and awkward. Okay, wait, this is mine, too. Oh. I don't know why it's going like this. Charming and awkward, I'm awkward. All the way? No, No, I feel like, see, 50 is, like, too... I feel like you need I'm to give yourself some credit, but don't go all the way to awkward. I'm going 71% awkward, 29% charming. I feel I feel like it could go the other way, too, for you, though. So then I'll put it a little closer to the middle. Yeah. 59-41. Awkward know. to charming. Well, I'm trying to think. I think you're charming. I don't know. I think you're, you're more to charming. I think we can both be awkward, but I think you're more to charming. 
I'll do 59, charming, and 41. Wait, that we're doing the, we're flips. Flips? Okay. Exact flips. Okay. Bossy and meek. Bo- I'm just going to put bossy all the way down. Mine's blue collar and ivory tower. I feel like I... Wait, blue collar referring to I feel like your it's economic like, status? Are you bougie or are you like... Average I, Ivory Tower, I've never heard used this. I feel like I'm, ta- I'm taking this as, like, high maintenance or low maintenance. So I'm gonna Ivory go, Tower. Yeah, I'm going, well, this is so weird. I'm going 61% Ivory Tower, 39 Blue Collar. Okay. Because I don't know why my thingy is, like, not working. Is you Are you dragging or clicking? I'm holding onto it and then... Oh. Oh, okay, I should just do that. Okay, I have Outlaw and Sheriff. I'm a sheriff. Mm. I enforce the rules. That's so interesting that they're literally giving us the same questions, but just, like, a different wording. Well, I think we'll get to them eventually. Like the one. Yeah, I guess they just mixed them up. Okay, mine is high-tech and low-tech. Oh, that was one I just did. Yeah. I think I, you're... Me- no, you're kind of... You're a little bit closer to high-tech, but closer to the middle. I only was, because of TikTok. <laughs> I'll do 69 high-tech That's and 31 low-tech. I, I'll stick with that. Strict or lenient? 84, 16, strict to lenient. Strict I think lenient. it depends. Like, for myself, I'm strict with myself. But with other people, say, I'm, like, I feel like these decently. Words, these words, for yours at least, would apply to, like, how you are to other people. Yeah. So, okay, I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with 80 78% strict, 22% lenient. Okay, mine is orderly and chaotic. It's so weird because I feel like I skew both You're both. Ways. Just leave it in the middle. That's, if it can be either. Um, I have sarcastic okay. and genuine. I did I I did fifty eight percent orderly and forty two percent. I mean perfect. 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 Amazing. Uh, I have sarcastic and genuine. Now does this like in verbiage to other people you would say? Mm. Sarcastic or genuine? I feel like I'm more sarcastic. But I don't think that doesn't mean I'm not genuine. I just think I mean yeah. I'm more sarcastic. Like we joke a lot. I think, yeah. So I'm I gonna go like sixty six percent sarcastic, thirty four genuine. Okay, bossy and meek. Oh, that was all I did. I think you're yeah. you're bossy. I don't think you're meek, so I think you're bossy. Fifty three percent bossy and forty seven percent. No, give yourself more bossy. I think meek is like like not fifty seven forty three. Yeah, I think meek is like not um, not that bossy's bossy, but meek is like yeah. I don't tell people what to do at all. Yeah, we do have the same questions. Okay, we're only on number eight. Should we like? Okay, zooming. We're gonna zoom. Poisonous and nurturing. I don't even. Know. Okay, um, nurturing. strict and lenient. I feel like with myself. Uh, I'm going more, like, kind of in the middle vibes. Deranged and reasonable. What the hell? Deranged <laughs> and reasonable feel, like, so opposite. I guess we can just talk about what they are and not the percentages. I have deep and shallow. What the fuck does that mean? Mm. Deep and shallow. Stinky and fresh. Wait, that's funny. <laughs> Stinky and Spiritual and skeptical. Masculine and feminine. Mm. That's a good that's, that's a good, a good one. one. Masculine is, and feminine. This is hard. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> I don't really think this is gonna be accurate because now we're rushed and like I don't know. No, I think on. it'll be okay. It's sarcastic. Slovenly, stylish. What does slovenly mean? Does that mean like sluggish? I'm definitely not. Oh, stylish. I just got the masculine and feminine. Artistic and scientific, not scientific. Let me Stinky tell you that. and fresh. That's so funny that's that so that's funny. an actual I'm, question. I put myself towards fresh because that's what I want. I put myself. Mainstream. Well, I think you're fresh. I think you're I, hygiene. Yeah, mainstream and arcane. I don't know. It depends I, on who I think or the perspective of who you're looking at. I think you're a little bit closer to arcane only because of your individual tastes yeah. aren't always mainstream. Yeah, that's how odd, but that... Uh, yeah. I have indulgent and sober. Ew, angelic and demonic. Oh, I just got that one too. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not, not answering. I'm skipping. Really? I don't know what to put for that. 
I'm putting I'll leave in the myself middle. more demon mode. Oh. Or maybe, I don't know. I don't think you're... Uh, I'm leaving her in the middle. Deranged yeah, and reasonable. Indulgent and sober. Oh, I love a sweet treat. To be putting myself in deranged. Gracious and feisty. Spiritual and skeptical. I don't think this is going to be accurate for me. I don't know. Well, these words are... In- I mean, is it intuition? Formal and intimate. But mm. I don't feel as if that's on the same spectrum. I just got that one, too. Oh. Formal is, like, or, like... In... Uh, like, formal, know. you're very professional. Intimate is, like, you're very lax with people. I feel like that's... I think I become lax with people easier, so I'm pretty I feel closer like to intimate. Too. Alpha oh. and beta. Oh, alpha. Just put alpha all the way. That's so don't, freaking Don't put funny. too much. No, I don't think so. I think I'm more... Mm. Adventurous or stick in the mud? What the... Okay, I think that's... Outlaw and sheriff. I think you're a sheriff. This is so... You're... I think you're a sheriff, like closer to sheriff, for sure. Juvenile or mature? I'm just going to keep Emotional myself. I'm going to mature. Let's, let's see, am I 83% mature or am I lower yeah, mature? I'm myself 91 emotional. Loyal <laughs> or traitorous? <laughs> I think you're loyal. Yeah, like, who am oh, I, I just loyal got that one too. to? I think just... I'm loyal to your mama. Oh, that was good. That's who I am. Selfish and altruistic. I don't know what altruistic means. I think that's... It's like... Wait, uh, why are we doing the same ones now? Uh, because they realize how fast we're coming. <laughs> I don't know. Wild and tame. I think I'm tame. Mainstream or no? I think I'm mainstream. Not to too nerd or jock. Like what kind of things are these? Are you I think, serious? Right well, now? I think it's fascinating the percentages that it's going to show us at the end, though. I don't think this is going to be accurate. If I'm being honest. Well, we'll see. Well, maybe there'll be a character that'll be mentioned on our list. I'm a dunce. Are you a dunce or a genius? <laughs> a genius. It's like adventurous or stick in the mud. Haunted or blissful? Damn. Creepy or disarming? I feel like creepy <laughs> is so funny because well, who would use creepy as a descriptor for themselves? I mean. Juvenile and mature. Alpha, beta. I'm beta. I'm trying my best to be mature, but it's like literally so hard. It's, it's so much more. Wait, dunce and genius is a wild question. Yeah, creative or conventional? I'm putting myself hella creative, sorry. But <laughs> I'll, I'm... Being realistic and being myself too perfect. Okay, I'm in my last one. Orderly and chaotic. Wait, you're so fast. Social and reclusive. Chaotic or orderly? That's more fun. I have six more. Frugal and lavish. I'm not doing the survey that we yeah, said that was a fan. Slovenly. I feel like I'm very stylish. Sorry. <gasps> no, I'm actually going to die. See, I don't. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Rebellion. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. You're going to see. You're, you're going to know exactly why I'm going to. This is terrible news for me. Okay, poisonous or nurturing? I don't know what this is. Deep and shallow. Okay, d- depending on what you answer that, it's like, it, yeah, I don't know. Uh, haunted or blissful? Haunted. <laughs> okay, get results, yeah. right? You did? No, get results immediately. Oh, yeah, 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 the results good, yeah. Okay, you're, I, I'm actually going to die. Do you want to know what okay, mine is? yeah. 87% matched to Sally and when Harry met Sally. That's crazy! I'm going to die. That's my least favorite movie. That's literally insane. Movie. Wait, is, does that mean, should I, um. How did we do all the. Uh, um, it was like at the bottom or something. Oh, no, 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 no. If you just scroll down. To where? Just scroll, like on the homepage. Just there. Mine doesn't have that. Are you on all? Oh, I put all. And then Pearson correlation? Yeah. It doesn't scroll down? No. Wait, okay, you explain yours. Okay. So I have Sally from When Harry Met Sally. I have Caroline from okay. The Vampire Diaries. Oh, actually, wow. how crazy good one. Okay, you want to know what my number three is? Yeah. Rarity from My Little Pony. That's crazy. I love funny. Jane from Jane the Virgin. That's good. 
Yeah. I think that works. Monica Geller from Friends. Um, a bunch of, like... Okay, my first one, I've never watched this, sorry. My 87% was Annie Reed from Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, that's son- literally also played by, what's her name? Her? That's so weird. That's really weird. My second was Jess from New Girl. Oh, wait, that's wild. And then my third one was Mia from La La Land. That's, wait, that's crazy. <laughs> that's Maybe crazy, guys. My sixth one is Penelope from Criminal Minds. Okay, yeah. I'm very flattered. I do see myself a lot. In okay, Penelope. I'm going past. But this shirt is very Penelope. It is. I have some from The West Wing, which I've never seen. Iris from The Flash. From the episodes of The Flash I watch, I can also agree with that. <gasps> 20%. Oh, at my 20th at 82 is Kurt from Glee. You want to know? I was just going to read Blaine. 84% Blaine That's from Glee. That's literally cut as fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, I have Leslie Note from Parks and Rec. <gasps> I have Eric from Such Education. Wait, this is why I have Mia from Dolan, uh, from All Land at 17. And Damien from Mean Girls at 82%. I have Amy March at 82%. <laughs> so, this is so funny. Oh my god, Tess Ocean from Ocean's Eleven, a.k.a. Sandra Bullock, a.k.a. Yes, Slay. Yes, <laughs> um, Okay, yeah. Okay, so what I'm basically getting at is that they literally just gave me every quirky character and, like, yeah. anything ever. Mine is, like, me. a weird mix. I don't yeah. think any of these people match each other, but that's fascinating. Um, Misty from Pokemon. Lit. Yeah, that's a really good one. Oh, <laughs> Sam from Perks. Okay, thank you. Thank you, but that's at 34 oh, at 81%. I have Jennifer Jarrell from Criminal Minds. No, I feel that's like JJ. Well, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cut as fuck. Uh, I love her. She has her. so maternal vibes. Uh, what else do I have? Oh, I have someone from The Sopranos, Meadow. Oh, that's the daughter. That's the Is daughter. that bad? Nah, it's like... I only mm-hmm. watched the one episode, and she was kind of being bitchy, but Nala like... Nala from The Lion King. That's Teenage Girl in Her 20s Forever. Oh, I got Astrid from Crazy Rich Asians. Okay, ha- wait, so, okay, how about, so what's your, what's your number, what's your number 15? 15. Mercedes Jones <gasps> I have Kurt for, at 14 and Mercedes at 15. No, that's so good. Mine's Sophie from Mamma Mia. Damn. That's really Wait, do you have a, what's like the last one that they gave us? Oh my God, there's only 7 billion people on this <laughs> list. What's your, like, 1,000? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> My a thousand is even, Luke Skywalker. I can't even get there. A thousand is Xander Harris from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay, what's, okay. Your, what's like the last what's, name on the list? Okay, my last. At 2,000. So. I've never seen this before. Me either. Oh, well, Heike Idy from Death Note. My, 19, my 1,997 is Kermit from Shameless. My um, 1,998 is Michael from Sex Education. Really, they love sex education. This play. is so yeah. This is so interesting, huh? I like this list. This is I'm so fa- this is fascinating. Curious. Um, oh, Emily from The Big Sick. How interesting that this is even like, like why is The Big Sick as like one of the things I'm gonna so. Donna from that seventy show at eighty percent. Oh, that's really good. Bernadette. I don't remember which one is that from The Big Bang Theory. Bernadette. Is that the blonde one? Bernadette. That's Big Bang. One. Just it is. It's the ball with the glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. Mercedes is 43 for me at 80%. 43? Yeah. Oh. No, that's, a, that's the Sopranos one. Wow. This was a fun, actually a fun list. I won't lie. Yeah, I thought this was like one of the... See, this is the thing, though. I literally took a, um, a psychology of personality like class last year, and they're, you know... Um, personality quizzes are never going to be like 100% accurate because mm-hmm. your bias is always going to skew it and like look I was such a skeptic doing it and now that the answers are ones that I like I'm like okay with it yeah 
Yeah, well, so. I still agree with it, yet that I hate this character. But I think it's so weird that both are the same actress. Yeah. That's really What's her name? weird. I forget her name. Let's see. It's like, I really should know this as like a film student, I feel like. Um, I just hate this movie. Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. Thank you, Meg Ryan, for slaying and serving constantly, but... I don't like the concept of her one hair not selling. But maybe that's why I relate. I'm supposed to relate to her so that much. That is. That's very poetic. Yeah. You hate something so much that it's, it's you. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. You might have got me there. Who's that girl? Who's, Who's that, that girl? girl? It's Jess. <laughs> we even wanted to play that sound yeah. the whole episode. Um, um, but thank you guys for tuning in. That was actually very fun. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, tune in next week. Maybe... Maybe we're going to be interviewing someone next week? Question mark? I don't know. Hopefully uh, the station will actually be working, working by yeah. the time. But so if the episode is delayed getting up on wherever you listen to podcasts. Sorry. Just know it's not our fault. Sorry about it. Was it was recorded on my iPads. So. But take the quiz. Tell us who, what character you're like. Yeah. Or who you relate to. But have a great week, everyone. Yes, we will see you next week. Happy Tuesday. Yeah. Um, Go be a teenage girl in your 20s. It's the best thing you can be. Even if you're a boy. Yeah. Go be a teenage girl in your 20s. Bye. Bye.